Kyle Utley received the first threat outside the new Post Pub in Washington, a dark, cool bar on L Street near 15th, popular with National Geographic editors and local softball teams. Inside, on July 10th, the White House National Security Team was celebrating a victory over the Senate Committee on Intelligence when the stranger appeared. The Protectors had overcome a four-to-one deficit to win the division championship. Twelve sweaty men and women sat drinking cold draft beer and eating the pub's famed diplomat burgers, reliving the game. Their come-from-behind victory had been so satisfying that for once, no one talked shop. Nothing about this morning's raid by FBI agents in Miami, where a gun battle and explosion had destroyed a small home. Three foreign males, as neighbors described them, had rented the house, barricaded themselves inside, and blown themselves up rather than surrender. All evidence was obliterated, the FBI report said. Nothing about jihadist branches popping up in South America or the U.S.-China face-off in the South China Sea, just softball and gossip until the cute Thai waitress bent over and told Deputy Assistant National Security Advisor Kyle Utley that a man needed to speak to him outside. Tell him to come in. He says it is too noisy in here. Who is he? Kyle asked, only half paying attention. He says he has big news, the waitress said. Kyle left his cell phone on the table, mistake, and walked out of the bar. On humid L Street waited a trim, white, neatly bearded stranger wearing a wide-brimmed red Nats cap, blue tennis shirt, and Adidas. Utley, a former Army Ranger, noted the lower end of a Special Forces tattoo on the right bicep, a coiled snake on a knife hilt. Above that, but hidden beneath the sleeve, would be the skull, beret, and snake head on the muscled arm. Sorry to interrupt the party, the stranger said, not looking that way at all. Nice home run in the seventh, by the way. What do you want? Kyle was irritated at the coy, I-know-things-you-don't attitude and the fact that the guy had been watching him. He noted the southwestern twang, alert posture, and smile that did not reach the mud-colored eyes. The man's slim frame rose to wide shoulders. He radiated fitness. Kyle, you have instant access to the president's security advisor. You're not important enough to have a bodyguard. Pass along a message, will you? What message? Utley asked, chilled despite the heat and understanding that a threat was coming. All threats, he knew, were to be taken seriously. That slush fund you guys run out of Ankara, Turkey, to pay off friendly warlords across the border? We're going to kill several hundred Americans in 72 hours if your bosses don't divert that money. On this paper is a list of charities. $300 million is not a lot. Imagine if a few hundred million would have averted the World Trade Center attack. That costs trillions and the bill keeps rising. Pay, and everyone stays safe. Plus, he winked, 
it all stays secret, with the convention coming up. Hey, the money's there already. Easy access. Utley stared into the eyes and saw intelligence and calm. His pulse had risen. His combat time in Afghanistan had destroyed any illusions about the depths of human violence. The stranger seemed rational, if that word could be applied to threats. Kyle eyed the paper and thin rubber gloves on the stranger, meaning no fingerprints. You sound American, Utley said. Then my language lessons were good. If you have a gripe about something, let's talk. We are. What's the money for? Kyle asked, trying to delay, thinking. Five foot ten, mid to late twenties, no visible scars, gap in the front teeth, three freckles on the right lower lip. He felt sweat on the back of his neck. The man said, Consider the payments reparations for Tol A. Homri. What was that name again? Darkness had fallen. Kyle had never heard of Tol A. Homri. A lone Volkswagen Jetta cruised past. Two wilted-looking National Geographic writers, the only other people on the block, brushed past into the bar. Air conditioning blasted out into the ninety-degree night. Kyle held out the paper. These organizations are not charities. They're fronts for terrorists. The man smiled. That can't possibly be right. You'll stop making demands if you get the money, Utley said, not negotiating, just trying to keep the man there while he took mental notes, figured out what to do. Give us what we want, and we go somewhere else. <laughs>